Hello, and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue in our series called The Life You Were Meant to Live. In this series, Pastor Rick looks into the Bible to help you discover the life God planned for you, the life you were meant to live. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about a life-changing tool that will show you how to re-energize your spiritual life in ways you may have never dreamed possible. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com right now while you listen to today's broadcast. Or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called Getting ready to be used by God. 2 Timothy 2.4 says this, Like a soldier, I have to stay flexible. Like a runner, I have to stay free. It says in 2.4, As Christ's soldier, do not let yourself become tied up in the affairs of this life, in the civilian stuff. For then you cannot satisfy the one who's enlisted you in his army. Can you imagine a general saying, Guys, we've got to go to war and say, Sorry, I've got I to go play bridge right now. I gotta go do this or that. He says, don't become so tied up. Are you all tied up? A lot of you are, you're, you're tied up. And if God asked you to do something, said, I've got the greatest adventure of, my, of your life planned for you, you couldn't do it because you're all tied up. You know, a lot of people tell me all the time, God, Rick, I, I, know, I want God to use me. I really want to fulfill God's purposes. I wanna be what I was made to be. I want God to use me, but they don't make any time for it. They've so filled their schedule that they don't have any time for it. They're unavailable. Like a runner, I stay free. Like a soldier, I stay flexible. Luke 9, 62, like a farmer, I gotta stay focused. Jesus said this, anyone who lets himself be distracted from the work I plan for him. Did you know that God has planned to work for you? God had a work planned for you before you were born. But anybody who lets himself be distracted from the work I planned for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. So what distracts you from fulfilling your life mission? Last week we talked about one of those things, envy. You're so busy worried about what other people think, what they've got, you miss what God has for you. Envy can distract you. Greed I gotta have more, I gotta have more, I gotta, I gotta have it all, I gotta do it all. The expectations of others can distract you. Wrong friends can distract you. Good things can distract you. Some things aren't necessarily wrong, they're just not necessary. The Bible tells us in Corinthians, all things are lawful but not all things are expedient. All things are permissible but not all things are beneficial. You know, for some people, some of you, the biggest distraction in your life is the past. You can't let go of it. And you're stuck with either resentment or guilt, regrets or resentment. You continue to hold on to hurt. Somebody hurt you a long time ago, let it go. They can't hurt you anymore, let it go. Or you're still holding on to some, you keep beating yourself up over some failure you had, let it go. You're forgiven, let it go. To finish the race, you gotta stop rehearsing the past. That, if you're living in the past, it's like trying to drive looking in a rear view mirror the whole time. You're gonna crash. I need to purify my heart, sanctify my body, and simplify my schedule. Number four, if I want God to use me and live the life I was prepared to live, I was meant to live, I must fortify my faith. 
Because everything God does in, through, by, to, and for you, he does by grace through faith. It is according to your faith it will be done unto you. So the stronger your faith is, the more God can do in your life. How do you get faith? Get in the word of God. That's why we did 40 days in the word. Get in the word of God. But faith is like a muscle, and you gotta keep stretching it, and keep strengthening it, and keep building it. Here's some verses about fortifying your faith. First Peter 4, 1 and 2. Strengthen yourselves so that you will live here on earth doing what God wants, not evil things people want. Jude 1.20, build yourself up. Build yourself up in the most holy faith. How do you build yourself up? You know what's the best way to fortify your, your faith? Small groups. Get in a small group. We're better together. When you get in a small group, we build each other's faith. The Bible says your faith builds mine and my faith builds your. If you're not in a group, you need to get in a group. But you fortify your faith, the Bible says, by getting with other believers. It says encourage each other and build each other up. And then look at this verse, 1 Timothy 4, 7. Spend your time and energy in the exercise of keeping spiritually fit. Did you know that spiritual fitness is as important as physical fitness? That's fortifying your faith. Now, these four things that I've just shared with you to prepare your heart and to prepare your body and to prepare your schedule and to prepare your faith, these four things, let me just tell you something. The key to all four of these happening in your life is real simple. Get a partner. That's the key. Get apart. If you try to do these four things on your own, you will fail. You will not last. You will not last at it. Everybody needs a buddy. Everybody needs a buddy. You need God, you need a group, and you need a guide. You need a spiritual friend who's gonna encourage you and you encourage them, who's holding hold you accountable, you hold them accountable. If you don't get a buddy, I don't expect you to stick with any of this. It's just too easy to give up. Everybody needs a buddy. You know, uh, you know I've worked out with uh, Tom now for years. Why? You think it's because I always want to get out and work out? No, because I know Tom's going to be there. Who's your Tom? Do you have a Tom in your life who's your buddy who works out with you physically, spiritually, emotionally? You see, you need accountability, you need support, and you need encouragement. And if you don't have a buddy, you're not gonna stick with it. All the best intentions in the world, all the intentions you've got right now aren't gonna last unless you get God and a group and a guide. Now there's one other thing you've gotta have. To prepare for the life I was meant to live, I purify my heart, I sanctify, I dedicate my body. I simplify my schedule and I fortify my faith. I do the things that help me grow in faith. But number five, it's not gonna happen without this one. I must intensify my passion for God. Until this one happens, none of the others are gonna work. I must intensify my passion. God uses people who are passionate for him. God uses people who have fervent faith. God uses people who aren't casual, part-time, when I feel like it, Christians, part-time. God uses people who are all in. God uses people who are sold out. God uses people who are passionate, who say, God, I've got to know. I've got to know your blessing. I've got to know your person, purpose. 
You know, do you remember the story in the Bible where Jacob wrestles with an angel? It's a, it's a parable, I mean, it's a, a metaphor of the struggle we have with God. And at one point, Jacob is wrestling with this angel and he goes, I'm not gonna let go of you until you bless me. So the angel did. Have you ever said that to God? God, I'm not, I'm not leaving here. I'm not gonna stop praying. I'm not leaving until you bless me. God, I have to have your blessing in my life. I've gotta know your purpose in my life. I've gotta be the person you want me to be. I've got to fulfill the life I was created to fulfill. God, this is not casual, not part-time commitment. Are you desperate for God's purpose and God's blessing in your life? You know what the problem with most Christian is? They've got just enough God to bug them, not to bless them. You get a little bit of God in your life, that's no good, are you kidding me? It just makes you miserable. You either get all in, it's kinda like on a cold day and you stick your feet in the pool. No, no, you gotta get all in because the wind's gonna come up against you. And a lot of people have just enough God to bug them. They're casual, on my spare time, Christianity. And, and, and so they don't ever get the blessing out of it because they're not all in. Do you really want God's best more than anything else in your life? God always gives his best to those who want it the most. I want God's best in my life more than anything else in my life. I want God's best in my life. I'm not gonna settle for second best from God. In other areas, yeah, I'll settle for second best, but not from God. Now, what does it mean to intensify my passion for God? It means I shine with high intensity. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, let your light so shine, let it so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's intensity. You're, you're so intense you shine. Will you become a high intensity disciple like a high intensity lamp? Colossians 3, 16, 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deeds, you do it all not just Sunday, you do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. If I go to a restaurant, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I go shopping, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I take out the trash, I do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I give thanks to God in every situation. I'm going to work, I'm giving thanks. I'm coming home, I'm giving thanks. I'm taking a shower, I'm giving thanks. That's passion, 24-7 all the time. You see, God's definition of success is very different than the world's. The world's definition of success isn't gonna matter squat the moment that person dies. It's irrelevant. What matters is what God says about you. And the greatest definition of success is John 17, four. Jesus said this. Here's the definition of a successful life. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. That's it. I brought glory to God while I was here on earth. How? By fulfilling the purpose, by completing the work, by discharging the mission that God gave me to do. Now God is looking for people to use and he wants to use you and he will wear you out if you get usable. But you've gotta get ready, you've gotta prepare. Are you serious? How badly do you really want God's blessing in your life? If you're serious, then what are you gonna do this next week? What's gonna be your next step in each of these five areas? I mean, all the best intentions in the world are great, 
but I've got to help you do more than have good intentions. Let me just warn you. As soon as you walk out of this service, Satan is going to steal all your good intentions. You're going to forget everything you'd like to do before you get to the car. All that stuff about getting in shape and purifying your heart and simplifying your schedule and fortifying your faith. Yeah, 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 that's all good. And you forget it all before you get to the car. So let's just go through this together, okay? Step one is purify my heart. Now what that means is this week you need to get alone with God for a time of spring cleaning, a little soul searching for 30 minutes or an hour and you get along with God and you say, God, if there's any junk in my life, I want to get it out, confess it, get it dealt with so it's forgiven, forgotten, wiped out. I need a clean slate. Second thing, sanctify my body. Some of you need to join the Daniel plan right now. Now that's going to mean different things for different people. Some of you, it may mean I just need to go get a checkup. It's been ages since I went to go see a doctor. Some of you haven't been to a dentist in I don't know how long, or a doctor. Maybe you need to lose some weight. Maybe you need to change your lifestyle. Maybe you need to go to bed an hour earlier each night. I don't know. Maybe you need to start exercising. Whatever it is, as your pastor, I don't just care about you getting to heaven. I care about your emotional, physical, spiritual, relational, financial, all the seven key areas of decade of destiny. Okay, number three. Step three is I've got to simplify my schedule. Is your life so crowded with activities you don't even have time to think? Yeah. And then the fourth step we said is you must fortify your faith. That means I gotta get serious about stretching my faith, strengthening my faith, building my faith, growing spiritually. You're as close to God as you choose to be. Okay, now, let me say this again. As soon as you walk out of this service, you're gonna forget all your best intentions before you even get to the car, and you'll be distracted and things like that. So here's the real test. I want you to think up somebody you could invite to be your partner for the next two months. I'm not talking about for the rest of your life, but somebody who will be your partner to encourage you and you can encourage them uh, on these four things. Your, your heart and your mind, your body, your time, and your faith. And just get a friend who can do this. And I want you to think of one person, and I'm, in a minute I'm going to ask you to write their name down. You say, why write their name down? Something real about helping you think it up now. If you don't think them up now, you're not going to think them up. Now look at this verse on the screen here. Here's what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 4. Two people can accomplish what you alone can't. Because when you stumble, your friend can help you get back up. But if you fail by yourself, you're in real trouble. By yourself, you'll soon be defeated in all of these four areas. But the two standing back to back will support each other and win. So I want you to think of a name and write that name down on the cards. Yeah, you say, I'm going to go ask this person. You say, oh, Rick, I really don't want to do that then you're not really serious because you're not going to stick with this. You're going to forget it. Now, I want you to look at that verse 
and I want you to think of a name and write down the name of a buddy. Everybody needs a buddy. Not for the rest of your life, just to get you started. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, if you're not feeding and exercising your spirit, you're going to feel run down and tired. You've got to do more than just take care of your body. You've got to energize your spirit. And the best way to do this is with God's Word. Here's Rick to tell you about a very special Bible study resource that will help you engage with God's Word and re-energize your life so you can live the life God meant for you to live. It doesn't matter how much you work out or how healthy you eat. If you're not feeding and exercising your spirit, you're going to feel run down and tired. You're going to run out of gas. Maybe you've been feeling that way lately. Often it's not what you eat, it's what's eating you. And the truth is, you've got to do more than just take care of your body. You've got to energize your spirit. Now, the best way to do that is to get into God's Word. It's the soul food. It's the spiritual food for your soul. And that's why I put together a new interactive guide called Re-Energize Your Life. This resource will help you learn everything you need to know to re-energize your life the way God intended. And so what it does is just step by step, you begin a journey of personal renewal. And it's a hands-on guide, very practical, to take you at your own pace. You don't have to rush this, okay? This is not a book or a journal that you go through fast. In fact, I encourage you to stop and spend time in each section where you need the most encouragement. You'll not only benefit from the biblical wisdom that's included, but you're going to learn how to apply it to your life in practical ways. Now, let me just mention a couple of things that you're going to discover in re-energizing your life. You're going to learn the steps to how to let Jesus lighten your load. Does that sound good? You need your load lightened? Well, we talk about it in re-energizing your life. You're going to learn the three biblical steps for managing stress the way Jesus did. You're going to learn five ways to build margin into your life very important principle. And even the principle of the Sabbath is a a margin principle. You're going to learn how to determine what matters most. A lot of the confusion and fatigue comes in your life is because we give major attention to minor things. Not everything in your life matters. Not everything has to get done. We can help you learn to clarify the difference between what's urgent and what's important. There's a whole lot more that I don't have time to get into, but the pages of Re-Energize Your Life journal are packed with full-color devotionals and Bible verses and teaching that's going to dramatically impact your spiritual life, not just today, but forever. So don't miss out. I hope you'll get this resource that we want to provide to you through Daily Hope. We'll send you Re-Energize Your Life today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people everywhere. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. 
Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.